Hey guys, Michael here with WeddingVideographySchool.com. Hope you guys are having a great week. I know I am. Um, today is, uh, as I'll describe it as a pretty good day. Not a great day, but a pretty good day. Um, I was actually forced to take today off and hang out with my two-year-old son who has a, a case of pink eye, as it turns out. So um, he's he's out of school for the day and uh, uh, needed to stay home with him. So that's what I'm doing today. Uh, he just went down for his nap and uh, we'll be... Uh, We'll be out for a couple hours, so I figured I'd come record this. And then I'm actually a lot more tired than I'm letting on. So uh, I'm actually going to probably take a nap myself once I'm done recording this this pod. So um, real quick, uh, this is going to be a pretty uh, casual episode. As as, um, some of you know, I've been doing some casual episodes lately where I don't really... um, Put, I wouldn't say I, I don't put effort into it, but I, I don't make a big production out of it. Um, today, I want to talk about something that happened to me a few weeks back. And I had actually wanted to record a podcast previously regarding this subject. Um, and even after, you know, this, this thing happened that I'll tell you about shortly, um, I had wanted to record a podcast. But I figured I would let things play out and see how everything turned out that way I could just wrap everything up in one podcast for you but today I want to talk about what to do if you make a mistake um, and I'm, I'm just going to jump into this real quick and this like I said this will be a short episode but a few weeks ago I was at a wedding and I was everything was going really well everything was pretty standard it was just me at this wedding so I was wearing a lot of different hats um but you know, I'm pretty used to that, pretty confident in myself in that in that in terms of you know doing everything myself. Um, and so everything was going great. And then uh, we had the introduction of the bride and groom into the reception. and the mother of the bride gave a welcome toast, um, which was great. Um, she said some good things. It was very usable audio, um, something that I ended up actually using in the video. Um, and then, you know, uh, it was dinner time, so it was time for me to go eat. So I went ahead and stopped my audio recording from the DJ booth, went, um, sat down, ate a little dinner, hung out for just a little bit, came back, um, started the recording for the toasts from the DJ booth. And then uh, just went back to my camera, rolled on the toasts, and uh, it was about 20 minutes probably worth of three additional toasts, Father of the Bride, um, uh, Best Man, and Maid of Honor. And the Maid of Honor actually gave like a really good toast, like really, really great stuff. Um, and I was, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This will be really useful. Um, went back to the DJ booth to hit stop on my recorder and realized that my Tascam DR60 uh, record light was flashing. Now, for those of you who have a Tascam DR60, you know that means that <laughs> the record, uh, the recorder is not recording. It just is like in pre-record mode where you can see your levels and all that stuff. So what I I determined, or as best as I can determined, is I 
went and start thought I was starting the recording from the DJ booth, but only actually hit the record button once. So as it turns out, um, I was not recording the clean audio from the DJ. Um, I only had my on-camera mic, um, just like a little road mic on top of my camera. And because I was shooting toasts at somewhat of an angle for this particular wedding, uh, I was not really facing like the DJ booth or facing the speakers or anything like that. So the audio that I got of the three additional toasts was really muddy. Um, you could you could make out what people were saying, but you wouldn't want to use it in like a highlight video or anything. So needless to say, I get back to the booth and I'm looking down at my recorder and it dawns on me that that whole time I thought I was recording, but I wasn't. And so I knew pretty quickly that I did not have a good audio feed of the additional three toasts, including the amazing uh, Maid of Honor toast. Hers was super original. I hear a ton of speeches from people all the time. Um, and this was a, this was a really good one. It was a really good one and it would have been fantastic to use. And so I was really, really disappointed because, you know, this couple was super nice. And honestly, even if I had a couple that I didn't really like that much, anytime I mess up or, you know, the, the fact of the matter is I should have gone back and double checked that recording to make sure that everything was going. I didn't, I just assumed everything was good. And you know, it's something I usually double check or even triple check a lot of times. And that night I just, I just didn't do it. And, um, you know, obviously I <laughs> suffered the consequences of not double checking my work. And so I was pretty upset we kind of rolled the evening was moving around along pretty quickly. We did like cake cutting and then right into like open dancing. And, you know, I was shooting the whole open dancing kind of session and just really at that point I was pretty upset, you know, cause I knew I was like, Oh man, I missed this. And so it was actually kind of hard to get through the rest of the night. Um, I kind of had to tell myself, you know, like just get over it move on. You still have, you know, uh, an hour and a half of this wedding that you need to shoot. You got to shoot the open dancing. You just got to shoot the send off. So just try to ignore it, put it out of your mind and deal with it later. Uh, but that's, that's a lot easier said than done. So needless to say, I was in a pretty bad mood the rest of the evening. I don't think anybody could probably, I don't think anybody could tell. I'm, I'm usually pretty, I keep that stuff to myself, but I was, I was pretty upset at myself. And I remember I got home and the next morning I told my wife like what had happened. Um, and I was just super, super upset, just like really upset, just angry at myself, angry, um, you know, that I, that I didn't have somebody with me to like double check or I should have double checked and just all this stuff, you know, just, just feeling really bad knowing that I made a really, really dumb mistake. So I was telling my wife, I was like, man, I'm going to have to like refund these people. I'm going to have to like, you know, do three different edits because they're probably going to ask for these toasts. And if I do use them, I'm going to have to subtitle them or I'm going to have to, you know, um, 
just kind of come up with different edits and like, oh, it's going to be a total nightmare. And so I had built this up in my head pretty good. And I was, needless to say, there was about a full seven days um, or so where I was actually pretty, pretty um, upset, I guess is the word you might use, but also just, just disappointed, um, disappointed in myself, disappointed in how things turned out. Uh, it came time to actually sit down and edit the video and I wanted to, if at all possible, avoid using the room audio as I like to call it, right? Like just that kind of external microphone sound that was really muddy. I didn't, I really didn't want to use it. And even though I knew like particularly the maid of honors toast was really good. Um, I did not want crappy audio in the video. And I knew if I put it in there and had a little music underneath it, it was still going to sound like crap. And the music would probably muddy it to the point where it would need subtitles, which I was willing to do. But I really didn't want to draw attention to that. So what I did is I basically put together an edit, which basically just had um, the vows. It started out with... um, either the bride's vows, or the groom's vows, I can't remember, but it basically just started with their vows over them getting ready. Um, and it worked out really well and it actually turned out really good. I thought the video turned out really good. I mean, in all honesty, it turned out better than some of my videos where, you know, the toasts aren't that great, but I kind of use them anyway. So it certainly wasn't my worst video in fact, I'd say it's it's a pretty solid, good video that I'm actually proud of. But it didn't have, you know, the dad talking, the, the father of the bride, which I almost always have. It didn't have the maid of honor or the best man talking, which I almost always have. Um, so I used those vows to start, and then I used um, the... Uh, uh, I think I used the, like the ring exchange, which I never really use audio from that, but I ended up using that later on and a little bit of, um, the officiant talking just a, just like a tiny bit. And there was this funny moment during the ceremony is this was a Jewish wedding. So they do the breaking of the glass at the end of the ceremony and the groom like kind of made a big deal about it. Like he, <laughs> he's kind of like, like he kind of gave everybody the impression. He's like, are you ready for this? Like, I'm going to crush, I'm going to get this, destroy this glass or whatever. Like he was so excited to like stomp on this glass. <laughs> uh, so he goes and he's, we get to the end of the wedding and he like, he's like built it all up. And then he stomps on the glass, except the glass like rolls out from under his foot and he doesn't break it which, uh, is like, uh, in like a Jewish wedding, you're really, you're supposed to break it on the first try. (laughs) So he had to stomp it again. And he was so embarrassed because he had built it up, you know, and then couldn't, couldn't pull it off. And, uh, so anyway, I, I was able to use that sound too. Um, and, Honestly, it, I, I used the mom's uh, welcome toast, which thankfully she said some really sweet things right at the end of her welcome uh, toast and really just kind of summed up the whole wedding perfectly in the last few paragraphs of what she said in her toast. So I was actually able to make it work 
really well. But I can tell you that there was about a week, week and a half or so where I was just really bummed. I didn't know how this video was going to turn out. I didn't know, you know, how, how the couple was going to respond. And even when the video, when, even when I was done editing and I felt really good about the video, I still thought, okay, but the client is probably going to wonder why I didn't put the best man's toast in there. Why I didn't use the maid of honors speech. Like I always do. I mean, it's such a part of my routine that I just, you know, I couldn't help but think the, this couple is going to be like, what is going on? Like, why didn't you use that awesome maid of honor speech or whatever? So, um, long story short, <laughs> it's, or long story, long story, because that's what I'm turning it into. I sent them their video. Now, they were in Jamaica when I sent them their video, and I got an email back saying, hey, we're super excited to watch this, but you know we're having a hard time with the internet down here, so uh, we can't really get it to load. And I was really bummed because I was like, oh, like part of me is like, I just want to get this over with. Like me not knowing what they're going to say is like killing me. So I just want to get that part over with and know what they think. Um, so finally, like a few days after that, they get back to me and they're like, we love it. It's awesome. Uh, how do we share it on Instagram? <laughs> and so I was like, oh, I was like so thankful. I was like, it was like such a sigh of relief, you know, cause I had, I had gone over my head. Should I tell them from the very beginning that I screwed something up? Should I tell them, you know, like what, how should I bring this up or should I bring it up at all? Should I just see if they notice, like if they see, but what if they notice and, the, and I hadn't said something, are they then going to think that I was trying to pull one over on them or like, what, what are they going to think? Cause I honestly, Everybody needs to take note. Like the best thing you can do for your business is always be honest. It's just absolutely always be honest, except when you're being too honest. And what I mean by that is I think there's sometimes, and I can say this now that this is over, but there's sometimes where your clients maybe aren't going to notice your mistake, right? Now, that doesn't mean go out and make as many mistakes as you want and don't try really hard and don't double check your work or triple check what you're doing. You absolutely need to do that. But you always want to be 100% honest uh, in everything that you do. The moment you start trying to hide things or deceive clients or whatever, um, that's it's not a good thing. It doesn't put you in a good position. And ultimately, it's going to rob you of success. So you, you don't want to do that. But at the same time, I didn't want to go out and tell my client, hey, I screwed this thing up, something that they may not even actually have ever noticed, right? So why do I want to bring attention to something that they may not ever notice for the whole time that they have their videos? Um, but you know, if I do bring attention to it, then they're, they're absolutely going to notice and then that maybe they're going to be disappointed, right? So... Uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like kids in Santa Claus. Like there's like a period of time where you don't really need to tell them that Santa doesn't exist, right? Like eventually you're probably going to have to tell them, but at least for, you know, the first part of their life, it's cool if they believe in Santa, it, it's not going to hurt them. 
Um, eventually they're probably going to figure it out on their own and they're going to be like, Oh, my parents are just doing that so that I could like have fun or believe in something whimsical or whatever. Right. And, and that's kind of how I felt about this situation. And I actually called, um, like three other videographers to kind of run my situation by them and, and see what they thought, make sure that I wasn't doing, um, something wrong or, you know, approaching things the wrong way. But they actually, um, a good friend of mine, Nolan, um, who's a wedding videographer here in Colorado, he actually was like, man, you, here's what you need to do. And he laid out his plan for me. I followed it. And thankfully, um, the, the clients loved the video. I ended up making them a, 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 a one minute clip for Instagram that they could put up that was going to look nice instead of them just trying to like, you know, do a hack job trying to just cut a piece of the video and put that on Instagram because that would look stupid. So they were super, super happy with that. And uh, they actually yesterday I, I saw on Wedding Wire, um, which I have a free account with, they they posted a review for me and it was just a really, really nice review. And they were such a nice couple, too. And, you know, I think when you have a really, really nice couple and you screw something up, like you just, you take it really personally. You feel like you've let them down. Um, you know, I honestly, even if I had a bad couple that I didn't really like, I'd still feel bad if I screwed something up, but I, I feel like it's particularly worse when you have a really, really nice couple. Um, and you know, the crazy thing is I actually, (laughs) Oh, I was leaving and this was like my sixth or so wedding of the year so far. And so as I was leaving, the planner came up to me and she's like, here you go, Michael. Thanks for all your help tonight. Great job. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you, you think I did a great job. I feel like I, I just totally screwed everything up. Although I only screwed one thing up, but still like, I felt like it was a total disaster because of that one thing. And she handed me this envelope, which had a tip in it. And, uh, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me because this was the first wedding this year that I'd gotten a tip for, um, which isn't unusual. I probably get tipped for like 33% of my weddings or so. Um, but this was the first one this year. (laughs) And so I was like, I don't want this tip. I don't want, I like, at that moment, I was already like, I'm going to have to give them a full refund because I screwed up and I feel so stupid. And like, this video is not going to be like all the other videos of mine that they've watched. They're going to be so mad that, you know, like they, they thought they were booking this guy who is good at audio and then I totally screwed it, you know? So I, I just was in a bad mood and thought, you know what, get out of here with this tip. I don't, I don't want this tip. Of course I took it cause I didn't want the planner to think anything was weird, but I definitely drove home thinking like I do not deserve extra money. And not only do I not deserve extra money, but I'm going to have to like, um, give them like a partial, at least a partial refund. And depending on how they act, um, you know, if I had a client that really threw a fit, I'd probably just give them a full refund, um, just to avoid like a bad review or, um, just to avoid me feeling bad, I guess. So anyway, that's something that happened to me a few weeks ago. Um, you know, I got an email from a guy named Shane who's written into the, uh, the podcast, um, before 
let me see if I can pull up his email. He actually had a very similar situation. Um, and he sent me this email, like (laughs) he sent me this email the same week that this was going on with me. Um, and so I, I, I told him that I'd answer these questions on the podcast. Um, but I had to see how my situation was going to play out first. So, um, Shane said, oh, okay, I found the email here. I'm not going to say his last name, but Shane says, um, hmm, sorry, guys. I'm, <laughs> I should have had this pulled up first. Uh,. Oh, here it is. He says, what do you do if you mess something up, such as didn't catch something a client wanted? Do you tell them, although they might not notice and apologize? Or do you tell them, although they might... uh, Oh, that was a repeat question. Do you give them a discount? Question mark. Okay, so uh, the first question is, what do you do if you mess something up, such as didn't catch something as a client wanted? And the second part of the question is, do you tell them, Although they might not notice, um, should you apologize? Uh, so in, I think it depends on what it was. So I did, I've told this story before, but one time I straight up missed video of the toast. I had a clean DJ audio, but I misplaced the card that had the toast video on it. And, uh, eventually reformatted that card without realizing the toasts were on there. So I only had the nice clean audio of the toast, which was fine for the highlight video because you can still use the toast as voiceover, which is what I did. And the video turned out great, but the clients were expecting the raw footage, right? So um, they were going to notice that there wasn't video for the toasts. So, um, I went ahead and told that couple up front, um, and how I did that is first I drank two glasses of wine really quickly, uh, on an empty stomach. (laughs) And then I called them or I had sent them an email, um, and we had scheduled, I said, Hey, I'd love to chat with you guys and do a follow up with the wedding. Can we, what time can I give you a call or whatever? So I knew what time I needed to call them. So about a half hour earlier, I started drinking. I gave them a call and just told them straight up like, hey, I, I just want to let you know like everything went really well. I'm going to put together a great video. But I did have one issue. And then I told them that I didn't have video of the toasts, that I did have the audio recordings of the toasts that sounded great, but not the actual video. Um, and they took it pretty well. They took it pretty well. And in fact, it's been a few years since I shot that wedding and they've actually sent me two referrals. Um, I wasn't able to shoot the other two weddings, but one of them actually, uh, the groom, uh, whose toast I, I missed, he actually was, um, gonna actually pay for me to shoot his friend's wedding uh but i didn't have availability so that actually turned out really well and i think i sent them a check for like 500 bucks um and they were they were pretty chill they were really nice and really understanding um so in that case i would say yeah like depending on what it is like i guess you have to 
you have to answer this question. Are they going to notice or not? And if the question is, or if the answer is they're, they may not notice, then I would say don't say anything at first and let them tell you if they notice something. Uh, if it's something very obvious, then yeah, you need to get in touch with them. I like to do that kind of thing on the phone, which I know sounds crazy. It sounds counterintuitive. But I find that people react much better on the phone than they do through text or email, especially because you can't you can't always tell people what people's tone is through email or text. Um, sometimes I'll read something that my wife texts me and I think she's being like super sarcastic or being rude to me or something. And she's not. So and vice versa. Like sometimes my wife is like, why would you say something like that to me? And I'm like what do you mean? What are you talking about? And she just like read my text wrong. So, uh, and it's harder for people to like throw a fit or be angry at you on the phone kind of in it's cause it's more personal. Um, I find that people kind of tend to be a little more reserved and not, you know, go off, go off the rails or anything like that. So I would say just, it just depends on how bad your mistake is. Um, do you tell them, Okay, that's the same question. Uh, Do you give a discount? I give a discount if it's a situation in which they notice or I have to tell them. So in my particular case, this last wedding, uh, they didn't notice. They thought everything turned out really, really well. And even though I still carry some guilt with me about what happened, um, there's not really any reason that I need to destroy their feelings about how great everything went, right? Um, there's just really no reason for me to do that. So uh, I'm not going to give them a discount, but you can, as you guys already know, I, w- I totally would have. Um, how much of a discount? In my contract, it says, you know, it's a prorated amount based on recordings lost, but... Um, Honestly, I'm I that amount would always be pretty low. So I always I I would probably just double it. Like the recordings lost, maybe that would amount to 250 bucks total. Um uh, but I, I'm just the kind of person that would double it just cuz I want them to feel like they got something back, you know. Um so yeah, that's just my my approach. Um if you guys have questions, please send them to me at michael at weddingvideographyschool.com. I've been getting a ton of emails from people and it's uh, it's been really cool. I've talked to people all over the world about wedding videography and it's it's been really, I don't know, kind of interesting, kind of more exciting than I thought it would be for sure. If you guys are new to wedding videography and you don't know how to get started, you don't really know the business side of things, definitely check out my series, The Big Ten. You can find that at weddingvideographyschool.com. And uh, I'm also working on a contract uh, that I am going to make available for you guys for a small fee because I did have to um, pay my lawyer for this. Um, you know, a lot of people asking me about a contract that they can use. In fact, I think, was it the last episode I did where I talked about a contract? I don't know. I've talked about contracts a few times. I actually have one that I've run by my attorney. We're still working on a little bit of the language, but I'm actually going to post that for sale on weddingvideographyschool.com in the near future. Um, 
please know that it is a contract that's state-specific for Colorado. Now, I'm confident that you could go out and use this contract in pretty much any state and be fine. God knows I used a contract uh, that was way worse <laughs> than this one that I have now um, for many, many, many years. Uh, so I will be uh, uploading that for you guys to download. Um, but here's the thing. You need to absolutely, if you don't live in Colorado, just send it to an attorney, a contract attorney or a business attorney, whoever. I'd, I'd recommend a business attorney. If you can find one that specializes in video or photography um, stuff, then that's that's great. But you just want somebody to put their eyes on it and make sure that it's going to hold up in your state that you live in. I can't stress that enough. Um, if you want my very casual and non-legal opinion, because again, I'm not a lawyer, I can't give you legal advice, um, and that's my disclaimer, uh, I would say you're probably, like I said before, you're probably okay to use it, but don't come suing me when it doesn't work out because you didn't have your own attorney looking at it. Um, you absolutely need to do that. But if you're starting out and you don't have a contract at all, or you don't know where to begin, or maybe you do have an attorney and you don't want them to go out and draft a whole contract from scratch because that's going to cost you a ton of money. Uh, now you can just pay them for an hour of their time um, and have a beautiful, perfect contract for your wedding videography business. Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out for that. I'll make another announcement as that gets closer, but um, once that's wrapped up, uh, I'll be uh, I'll be putting that up for sale to you guys. And uh, that's pretty much it. Hopefully, uh, you know if you if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with another videographer. Let them know that they can subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast listening software they've got going on. I think we're on a bunch of different places, but um, I didn't actually put the podcast there. It just seems to be popping up on a bunch of different platforms. So um, yeah. And uh, don't forget to leave a rating and review. And with that, I'm out. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, have a good rest of your day and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.